the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks. Welcome to KCBQ AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a business and you're having trouble keeping cashiers, a little liquor store, grocery store, even a big grocery store, check out Southwest Point of Sale. Self-checkout. Eliminate all those employee issues that you're dealing with for minimal, minimal amount of money. Uh, they've been doing it since 1975. Jeff and Mark will come out to your business, take a look. And if their program fits your program, you are ahead of the game. Seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-a-day service. When you're open, they're open. Also, San Diego Propane, live in East County. Man, oh, man, Dave and his team will take care of you with the best service imaginable. Go to sd-propane.com, sd-propane.com. Or you can call Dave direct at 619-460-1705. Just tell them I sent you. And if you're into hot rods, hot rods and custom stuff. Uh, 2324 Auto Parkway in Escondido. I think they're the longest running custom builder shop. Go to hotrodscustomstuff.com. Check out the photos. You'll love it. 760-745-1170. All right. I did an event for a motorcycle ride coming up. It's going to help the Ronald McDonald House. And unfortunately, we got cut off just a little bit. I mean, we talked a lot about it, but I was having too much fun with all the motorcycle riders. So I asked the guests to call in today. P.J. Burns, he's running the motorcycle side of it. And Chuck Day, who's working on the Ronald McDonald House. So to start off with, P.J., thank you for taking time out of your day to give me a call. Tell us about the ride. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Yeah, it's called the Ride for a Cause. Uh, again, all the money raised in this event uh, benefits the Ronald McDonald House in San Diego, which is up there in Kearney Mesa across the street from Rady Children's Hospital. Uh, the Ride for a Cause is going to happen on Saturday, the 22nd of July. The registration starts at 8.30 in the morning. The last bike goes out at 10 o'clock. And... Uh, the other thing that we're going to be doing is KUSI is actually going to be filming live up there during our event starting at 7 o'clock in the morning that day. So we're asking anybody and everybody to come out a little bit early, like from 7 to 8, to enjoy the hospitality of KUSI, and then hang around for this uh, poker run. It's our 15th year in conducting this event. Uh, we've raised over $60,000 over the last 15 years. This is actually the 13th ride because we had two years because of COVID to cut us out of the uh, cut us out of the plane here. But we're back online again. Uh, the price is twenty dollars per person, and when you get up there in the morning, we're going to give you a nice continental breakfast. 
I'd like you to show up, uh, as the motorcycle community says, with a full tank and an empty bladder. But don't worry if your tummy's empty because we are going to give you breakfast, as I said. Uh, we'll kick you out on the road for about an 85 to 90-mile ride. It'll take you down through the south county of San Diego, out to east county, and uh, work our way back up to the Ronald House. Once we get up there, we'll have lunch waiting for you. And uh, opportunity drawings, raffles, uh, auctions, and just all sorts of good things for you. Um, again, this is open. It, it's called a motorcycle event, but, hey, we'll take cages, as we call cars. You can drive a car and go the same route as the motorcyclist. Again, it's all your money going to the Ronald McDonald House, so I don't really care if you're on a bike, a motorcycle, or a car, or, or any other means of transportation, or you can just hang around the house up there because we're going to be there all morning until the riders get back and you enjoy the festivities with us. You don't even have to go on the ride if you don't like. And that pretty much sums it up, Dave. There's a, I've got a whole litany of things that, uh, as far as prizes that are eligible, uh, people will be looking at. We got, as I mentioned this morning, we got a 55-inch flat-screen TV as a door prize. So all you got to do is register. You don't have to do anything else beyond that, and you'll be eligible to win that TV set. Uh, we got prizes for the high hand and low hand because it is called a poker run. So we'll we'll be playing poker. It's sort of a un- uh, bit of an unorthodox version of poker. We're going to actually give you six cards, or you're going to draw six cards during this event. And then when you get back, you can throw your worst card away and play poker with the remaining five that you have. So it sort of helps your chances. We want to enhance as much as we can your chances to win the prizes for high hand or low hand. Again, that's next Saturday, July 22nd. Uh, Registration starts at 8.30. First uh, people out will be about 9, and the last people leaving will be at 10. All right, cool. Hey, let's talk to Chuck for a moment. Chuck Day has been with uh, Ronald McDonald House for almost as long as I've known him. And you're pretty innovative as far as figuring out ways of, you know, supporting the, the, you know, the house, whether it's car shows, motorcycle shows, and you really are in the community. And I, and, and I'm sure there's a million people out there that couldn't thank you enough for what you guys do right here in San Diego. Because again, with families that have the unfortunate situation of, of, of having a child that's not well, you guys are there to take away a lot of the, the stress and the pain of finding a place to stay, eating, and the whole nine yards. Tell us a little bit about the history of the house. Well, thank you, Dave. We thank the San Diego community and people like P.J. Byrne and what they've done through Ride for a Cause and this motorcycle community for all that they make possible for our San Diego Ronald McDonald House. We've been around since 1980. Wow. We started with a small eight-bedroom house that uh, was built on the weekends with a bunch of tradespeople. And a lot of McDonald's restaurants would feed all the workers, and they'd push through that. And then they expanded later in 1989 up to 12 rooms. And every set, every, you know, the moment we opened, the house was full. So in the early 2000s, Dave, uh, the board was looking to expand. And uh, their partner, their, their partners at Rady Children and Sharp Mary Birch were integral to that. And uh, the, Rady, uh, the Rady Children's folks said, if you can figure out how to build on top of our new parking garage, which is exactly where we'll be hanging out, you know, our house hangs out over 805. Mm-hmm. We're on the top of the south parking structure. And we went from 12 rooms right up to 47. Wow. And uh, as soon as we opened those 47, Dave, we, we got full again and we, with a wait list. And so the uh, the opportunity to grab back our original house opened up in 2017. So in July 2017, we added, we added eight more rooms back. 
And so now at this point, with a little bit of innovation and a couple of more rooms we've converted at the house, we're up to 57. And uh, the story I would tell you is that we're a home away from home for families with a child in medical crisis. All of it made possible by the support of our community. Our McDonald's uh, mission, founding, mission founding partners have been there every step of the way, but it's the San Diego community that provides over 90% of our funding. And those poker ride, wow, what a great group of people come to the house. They blaze out of town, and the kids at the hospital just love it. And they come roaring back, and we get to feed them. David, it, it's quintessential San Diego, a bunch of great people gathering to do something for what we think to be a very, pretty special cause, taking care of families with a child in the hospital. So that's a little bit of a background on a day, but your support for us all these years. I've been there almost 13 years. Yeah, I, yeah, I, missed, I think I missed the first poker run. And watching PJ and team go at it, and uh, you've been part of it ever since. And I just really appreciate all your support. Well, you know, when you see a good program, and and, and I can tell you, people that have never, heavenly, have never experienced a child being ill, just have no idea what we're talking about until it happens. And then when it does happen, you're the most thankful person on the planet. And it, and, and it would never happen without folks like you, PJ, PJ's team, and even your team, Chuck, because I know, you know, it takes a lot of people to put this on. It takes a lot of people just in the, in the Ronald McDonald house alone, you know, to, to take care of all of these people. I mean, it's, you know, it's a it's a large undertaking, and the and the beauty is, no matter who you are, no matter what the child's problem is, they're taken care of, and they don't have to write a check to anybody unless they want to donate. Well, that's that's exactly the case for us, Dave. And the the issue is we're we're located literally three hundred steps from the front of the hospital, so we not only have a place where people can stay, and right. we're full every night with a wait list, but we open our doors throughout the day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, so families can use our Ronald McDonald house as kind of a day center and they can come in and take a break and then hustle, hustle back to the hospital wow. to take care of their child there. And it, uh, it's kind of a, it's a magical moment. Right. He's seen it because he's, by the way, he volunteers in a lot of other ways for the house. Sure. You see that mom and dad come in and they're just worn to a frazzle. We give them a, a fresh hot meal, have them sit down and relax for a few minutes and they go right back to the hospital. But in the meantime, we've had a chance to recharge them. Uh, and as you can imagine, a kid in the hospital today, that child is having an issue that uh, is pretty severe. And so yeah. we're so glad we can be there for them. And it's been an honor to work with P.J. Byrne and all of San Diego to make this happen. Yeah. Um, we just so appreciate it. Well, you keep up the good work, my friend. All right, I'll let you guys get back at it. I'll send you this show, and you can uh, share it with your uh, your group and let them know that they are very, very much appreciated. PJ, thank you again for putting a great motorcycle event together this morning. And we have to give Paul Rudy a shout out for being probably one of the best orchestrators I've ever seen. <laughs> hey, that was that was hugely fun. Yeah, go ahead, PJ. That's the danger of Paul Rudy, my friends. All right. I will talk Thanks, at you Dave. later. Thanks again, man. Thank you. Take care. Have a great day. Thanks, PJ. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Kristen Barclay is on the line, and she's going to talk Lexus right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to the You Ought to Know Show, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by 
South Bay Auto House. Got a Mercedes-Benz, needs some service, tired of the dealer? Go check out South Bay. 619-422-6252. They've got all the technicians. They have got everything and anything you could possibly need. And you will be totally thrilled with the service. Also, Express Auto Service, that's in La Mesa, South Bay's in Chula Vista. Express is over on Alcon Boulevard in La Mesa. They'll work on anything and everything in your garage. Why? Because they work on all my stuff. Express Auto Service, LaMesa.com. Express Auto Service, LaMesa.com. All right, we got Kristen Barclay. Uh, she is now uh, probably medium rare, and she's working on Well Done. Uh, a little warm over there, my dear. Yeah, Brendan and I were just talking about how, you know, we're, we're at the boiling stage. Um, actually, in a little bit of break today with some cloud cover, so it's 90, but uh, <laughs> the irony is not lost on me that you walk outside and it's 90 degrees and you go, oh, a cool front. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Texas. Welcome to Texas. So what are we driving this week? Well, you know what? I, I, I'm a couple weeks behind, so... Um, I thought we'd talk about that Lexus RZ that I was in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, funny enough, I, I think you and I had a couple conversations while I had the car because I had to call you um, right. to ask you, you know, hey, how do I, how do I uh, unplug the charger? <laughs> um, so for those uh, listeners that don't know, the Lexus uh, RZ450A, or four, uh, mm-hmm. let me start over. Sure. Goodness gracious, I need more coffee. Yes, the you Lexus do. RZ450E. Uh, is Lexus' first all-electric vehicle um, that they introduced. And it is got a phenomenal exterior design, um, in my, from my point of view. Um, sits on the same platform as the incoming, uh, the Toyota BZ4X, the Subaru Solterra. And they've changed their kind of design language with it, took away that spindle grill and and are using what they're referring to as a spindle body. Mm-hmm. Um, mine did not come with a Moroni, so I don't know the, the name of the color, but it was a blue, and I would almost call it a crystal blue. Just absolutely beautiful vehicle. We were getting all these thumbs up and people just gawking in our mm-hmm. vehicle, which I'm used to when it's like a funky color, a neon color, or, you know, if I'm driving like a new Corvette or something. But, you know, not necessarily when you're in an electric vehicle. Right. Um, I feel like they're often... Uh, overlooked, but this vehicle, I, I feel like it, it was drawing a lot of attention. People were looking at it like, "Oh, I haven't seen that before." You know, oh, look at the color, look at the design. Um, but that being said, um, I found that the vehicle was a little bit quirky. You know, rolling back to, I called you and I said, "Hey, yeah, I have to be doing something wrong. You drive a lot more electric vehicles than I do. I cannot get this to disconnect." Um, you know, I, I finally looked it up, and apparently, you had to follow a certain sequence of, of events. And I think you and I, you know, then went in this conversation about how, gosh, as people are transitioning to electric vehicles, there's learning curves for a lot. There's learning curves on, you know, the having the proper charger at home, um, mm-hmm. charging speeds, charging mm-hmm. time, scheduling, using an app to charge. Um, and, and, you know, one of the learning curves is when the not all of the adapters are the same. And so I just bring that up because if anybody is in the market for an electric vehicle, um, there are some learning curves and a certain, you know, something that I think you certainly want to get all the details while you're at the dealership and make sure that it's something that you're comfortable with. And, um, and, and you bring up a good point because the dealer, they actually have people on premises that will walk you through that car, 
headlight to taillight. And yes, it's going to be a lot of information to digest, but they're always there for you. Whenever you have a, and us in the media, we don't have that luxury. You know, we just, if we didn't go to the press event, yeah, we're getting this thing cold and we have to sort of figure it out for ourselves. I have to admit some of the drivers, you know, like if you have, like I had a car the other day with facial recognition and he actually sat down with me and I haven't had that happen. And we went through the whole thumbprint facial, you know, the whole, the whole enchilada, but normally they just drop it off and see you later. Right. And, and, you know, so in my, you were fortunate to be on this precedent. I was not. And so, you know, for me, I, I plugged it in. Okay. That's the easiest can be. I go to drive it. I can't disconnect it. And I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. And so, you know, I, 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 Marlon says, well, you know, find the manual. And I kind of started laughing. I said, when's the last time you've looked for an owner's manual on a car? You know, typically we don't. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I was like, okay. And, you know, we looked that up. And I think we found it about the time, you know, that I talked to you and got the answer. But, I mean, I, I really thought it was a joke because I read it. And it says, well, you know, if it doesn't release, then you unlock the car three times really quickly and within, you know, a certain second interval. And I was like, say what? Yeah. Um, you know, and I just bring that up because it was different. It was. It you is. Know, I, and so um, I think that, again, because there's not a standard across the board for, um, you know, the, the charger and, mm-hmm. and how it connects, the connector, et cetera, I, I think that there's some learning curves with electric vehicles. So make sure you know what you're getting into. Now, that being said, um, again, phenomenal design on the exterior. I like the interior. Mm-hmm. I like the color. I like the ride. It, right. it has a good ride quality. It has that Lexus ride. Um you know, I was happy with the premium sound system and the display, but, you know, I still call the vehicle quirky because I come back to it doesn't have a true one-pedal driving system, Mm-mm. which I've kind of become accustomed to. It took me a while to get used to that, right? But now that I'm used to it, I'm kind of thrown when, the, when vehicles don't have it. Right. Um, it doesn't charge. It, 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 and, again, I just have my standard house. I don't have an external charger like you. I don't have a specialty level two charger. But it charged very slowly. Very slowly. And on top of that, it has one of the worst class in-class range with only 220 miles. Right. Now, the flip side is it has 308 horsepower. So it's powerful. Um, but. It's enjoyable to drive. But uh, that is a really low range for somebody that's looking at, you know, a, a luxury SUV. Um, and then the price tag. There's only two trims. There's the premium, the luxury. I was in the luxury. Premium starts at fifty nine thousand six hundred fifty. The luxury starts at around sixty five. Again, I didn't have a Monroney, so I don't know if sixty five was the top or if it went a little bit further. Mm-hmm. But I think that's pricey given the limitations that it has. Well, and the other downside to that that particular car and others in that market is the more bells and whistles you have the less range you're going to have. Um, so, I mean, if you're using the AC, the seat massagers, uh, the navigation, oh, air conditioning, yeah. phone, and you're using all, and then you're driving it like you stole it, yeah, you're, and you might see 220-mile range, but you could get half of where you're going and lose some of that. So, you ha- it, it's a learning curve. Again, you know, when you buy one, the le- first thing you'll do is get a level two charger. That's the first thing you'll do. You'll then right, get solar right. on your house, and you'll do all that. But yeah, no, it's and and it had that that center pad that you had to. I can't, 
can't stand that thing. You know, where you put your finger on it and you move it around. Yeah, mine didn't have the trackpad. Um, I, fact, I think one thing I one thing I said to Marlon was I like the fact that when you change gears, you had to kind of push it down or pull it up and right. move it because it's that round. And I have found myself because <sighs> I'm, right. I'm not I'm not against the round dial for shifting. Um, a lot of people, you know, when it first came out, I yeah. think uh, FCA was one of the first companies to launch us now. It was one of the first companies to, to introduce it, and a lot of people didn't like it. I've never been against it. However, I have found that if I'm in a Mazda one week, and then I go to a vehicle a different week, and the vehicle has that shifter, because I was controlling the infotainment with the... Right. That I might accidentally reach down to use the infotainment, but mm. I'm not touching the infotainment, I'm touching the shifter. And so... You know, that's rare because it's you and I who are in a different vehicle every week and we're not remembering. You wouldn't do that if you owned it. You right. used to it, whatever. Um, so I thought it was nice that you did have to kind of like push down or pull up. I don't recall which one it was. Um, yeah, I think... I'm kind of surprised that Lexus had a lot of time to spend because Lexus and Toyota are known for putting a lot of R&D in, for spending a lot of time before introducing a new vehicle to market, before mm-hmm. even making changes to a current vehicle, that they didn't put a bigger range out for one. Yeah. And that it has some of those quirks. The other thing I found, and I don't know, you know, again, you're taller than me, but when we come into our subdivision, if I don't have my remote, I have to stop at a keypad and enter a code to get in. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get out the window without hitting my head uh-huh. to see in my thing because of the shape of the window. Right. And now I'm not normally, you know, reaching out of my window, right? But I am this in this. So I, I thought that was a little odd too. I'm like, I love the design. But I don't love the practicality of it, if that makes sense. Right. Well, and it doesn't look like an electric car either. That's probably why you're getting all these thumbs up and people didn't know what the heck you were driving, because it does not look like an electric car. Right. Well, and, you know, I I did a short little video and shared it on social media, and I had friends reaching out going, hey, I haven't seen this one yet. What model was that? Or, you know, hey, what did you think? Actually, some friends invited me over uh, the week I had it, and they were like, hey, drive that. It was funny. It was a Monday, and they had just swapped vehicles, and I was like, Am I still invited because I don't have it any longer? Do you are you okay if I come over in my other car? You know, but um, yeah, you know, I just think that I've talked to a lot of people who are looking and starting to explore the transition to, into electric vehicles, mm-hmm. and a lot of them haven't taken certain factors into consideration. And one is like you brought up. A lot of my friends are kind of in the same boat as me. Couple kids, you know, you're in that that lifestyle where you're taking your kids to their friend's house. You're right. taking their kids to basketball practice or whatever. Mm-hmm. So typically you have your kids plus a couple other kids in it. Right. And they're all got their devices these days. Oh, yeah. And they're all got their devices charged in. And they all want the AC blaring in their face because it's 125 degrees here in Texas. Yeah. And so you've, you've got to take all of that into consideration plus the planning. And I don't know about you, but, you know, when I'm juggling my kids and my job and everything else, I'm lucky that I've checked to make sure that the gas tank has, you know, three quarters of a tank or whatever. I don't know if you're not used to it, how much adjustment does it take? And especially for a lot of vehicles where like they prefer that you use an app for your charging, you know, it's a learning Um, curve. It's, it's a, it's a tough learning curve. And it's not that it's not doable. I know people who do it and adapt easily. I just think it's worth discussing to reminding listeners that like, this is not, as plug and play simple as you go buy a regular gas powered car, you get in it, you know everything. Right. Now, yeah. one more thing I really want to emphasize and point out is I've had my share of battery issues with a hybrid. Mm-hmm. This is fully electric. 
Lexus, to me, and Toyota has one of the best EV battery warranties in the industry. Yep. 10 years or 150,000 miles. So the vehicle in general has a four-year or 50,000-mile warranty. Mm-hmm. The powertrain has six-year or 70,000, but their hybrid battery has a 10-year 150,000-mile. Whether you're buying Toyota, Lexus, Ford, I don't care what manufacturer you're looking at for electric vehicle. One of your priorities, in my opinion, and Dave, I think you agree, I is do. check the warranty right. on the battery. Right. See what it covers, see what it excludes, and yep. do a little research and see if there's any issues. Yeah, because you don't want to get in a situation where, let's say, you've got plenty of miles left but no time. You're in serious trouble. Hey, it's always good talking to you. Hey, how's Marlon doing? Hopefully everything's going good at that end. All good. Thank you for asking. I'm glad to hear it. All right, go jump in the pool. It's only 102. <laughs> Talk to you next week. All right, folks. This is You Ought to Know right here on FM 96, 96 1, AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to the You Auto Know Show, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer, this segment is brought to you by Bumper Doc Santee. Scratches, dings, and dents. Can't beat them. SanteeBumperDoc.com. 619-258-0433. Swing by and say hi to Angel. And John's Automotive Care over at 6267 Riverdale. That's one of three stores that John now has. Triple A, NAP Auto Care, ASC Certified. Three-year, 36,000-mile warranty, coast to coast. All right, we got Brian Armstead on the line. He's cruising in the GMC Canyon, uh, which is a pretty nice little truck. What do you think, Brian? I think it's a very nice, somewhat, I wouldn't call it little. I'd call the Santa Cruz and the uh, the Maverick little, but yeah. that's a pretty good size. You know, after all, it's a GMC, so they, you know, their heritage doesn't really allow them at least at this point, I think, to market a, a tiny pickup truck. True. I think they would save that for Chevrolet because it's always been seen as, you know, the, um, prof- the you remember their tagline years ago was professional grade. Right. And I think I think this Canyon delivers a lot for, uh, you know, for, for what it is. I, I think that uh, at the end of the day, everybody's prices are through the roof. Uh, we'll, we'll do the trim walk here and, you know, things are just expensive now, so it doesn't matter whether you're driving uh, the Nissan Aria. The top platinum was what sixty-two grand, and you know mm-hmm. this uh, Canyon starts with the elevation trim, thirty-six-nine, and tow up to seventy-seven hundred pounds. It's up to twenty-three miles per gallon on the highway. It's got an eleven-point-three-inch uh, driver touchscreen and an eight-inch uh, driver information center. More the driver information center, just a bit. I really like it a lot. Then you have the AT4, uh, which is my model. I have the four-wheel drive model. Well, they're all four-wheel drive. Um, but uh, I'm pretty sure they're all four-wheel drive. I know my my trim level is four-wheel. It's all-wheel drive. It's an automatic locking rear differential, two-speed auto track transfer case. It's got the drive mode selector with new off-road and terrain modes and a multi-stow tailgate. You can uh, do do tricks with the tailgate. starts at 43.9. 17 to 21 miles per gallon. Then at Denali, starting to go upscale. Whenever you say Denali with GMC, it means you get, you've got some luxury features like an all-new Denali exclusive jet black interior with teak accents. Whoa, going really fancy. 
perforated leather, pointed steering wheel, and laser-etched open-pour real wood trim. This is the one up above mine. Um, a multicolor 6.3-inch diagonal head-up display, which is cool. I love the color head-up displays. Up to 10 available camera views, including segment-first front and rear underbody cameras. That's going to be available later in the, uh, in the model year and uh, exclusive wheels. Then the range-topping Canyon AT4X, $55,000. That's before you toss in some goodies and uh, comes in with all of the things that are on the uh, previous trim level with Denali. Plus, it has Multimatic DSSV dampers and front and rear e-lockers, transfer case shield and rock protectors, AT4X exclusive Baja drive mode, and available edition one package. Uh, well, the reservations are full for that, so forget about it. And 17-inch B-capable wheels. So that's the real off-road baby right there. But, you know, when I first got in the car, the truck rather, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm really tall. It, this one doesn't have running boards, so some of my shorter passengers had to really climb up. It sits high off the ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, it comes with, a, you know, it comes with a real rugged profile. And it sits high off the ground, so you, you better be ready, uh, you know, to, to do a little hill climbing when you climb up into this bad boy. But uh, once you're in, it's really, it's kind of a, a, a great blend of luxury and ruggedness. I mean, when I say luxury, it, it it's pretty quiet, considering it has all-terrain tires on it, and it's a truck with, a, you know, with a body-on-frame chassis. It, it doesn't transmit road noise well at all, which is a very good thing. If you don't transmit road noise, it's a great thing because it's a quieter interior. I like the fact that when I dialed into You Ought to Know KCBQ, I had the AC on full blast. You know, Brendan and I were talking before he put me on the air about how hot it is there and how hot it is here. So I had to cool this baby off because it was really steaming. But when I dialed in, the fan speed automatically, once I connected, the fan speed automatically cut down. And I know a lot of cars do that, so it's yeah. not anything special day, but it's just a nice feature. Right. One interesting feature that this vehicle has is that the headlight controls are in the center display. You know, I'm driving in the rain the other night, and I'm looking to the left of the steering wheel. I'm like, you know, where in the heck, where in the heck is the, uh, <laughs> the headlight control? The only, thing, the, only thing on this side, the only thing on this side of the car is the... Um, is the, the dimming control. And I'm like, well, wait a minute now. Where's, wow. where's the headlight control? What, what's going on here? So it turns out that I went to the home screen, and I see a little image, a little silhouette of the uh, canyon on the left. You touch that silhouette, and it gives you options for lights. Mm. And you, you can turn on or off the fog lights via the screen. You can select auto high beams. Uh, but the headlights, you got to go through the screen, man, because um, it's off auto uh, running lights, kind of like we used to call them parking lights back in the day, and then full headlights. Right. So I've, if you select full headlights, then you manually have to turn it off because if you don't, the lights will stay on until the battery runs down. Really? I don't know if there's a ten minute cut. I don't know if there's a ten minute cutoff built into it or X number of minute cutoffs. But um, you you manually have to switch it back to auto, or uh, and if, if you select autos uh, headlights off, then it will go to auto automatically the next time you start the car, which is a great feature. Right. But I, I just you know I just didn't know that the headlights hmm. were uh, were in that panel. Another real cool feature is that on a hot day, 
it's got an all windows down and all windows, no, just all windows down switch here. So when I press it, all four of the windows go down. Hmm. Uh, except, you know, the only window that doesn't open is a little uh, window in the back, uh, you know, of the uh, tail of the right. uh, cab. Right. Uh, but um, it, it rides nice, Dave. Uh, it gets decent fuel economy. Um, I love the, the driver information display. Right now I'm looking at the off-road uh, kind of uh, a package here or display. And I can see pitch and roll angles in degrees. I can see the steering angle. The transfer case right now is an automatic. And if I uh, press the, the, the selector switch, I can choose a round speedometer display with, uh, with a temperature, uh, coolant temperature, fuel uh, level, oil temperature, and uh, transmission temperature gauges surrounding the speedometer. I switch it one more time, and it goes to a rectangular display, which I absolutely love, which puts a digital speedometer at the very top, and then all of my uh, necessary gauges are arrayed around the trip computer that shows miles per gallon and the uh, trip uh, information, how far you've gone on the trip counter, and also just below that, how many miles are left on the uh, tank of fuel. But it's a real crisp, high-definition display, and you can. I prefer uh, digital speedometers to analog any day of the week, and this is kind of top shelf. The interior materials are first rate. Uh, everything I've got red AT, uh, black and red AT4 stitching, along with camel piping, or, or kind of a, a brown piping on the seats. Uh, sunroof is cool. Um, it, it just I, I don't have any complaints about it, man. Except for one thing, you know, the the, the bottom line is the price is almost $50,000, and to me, I don't know, I've, it's a lot of money for a, a mid-sized pickup truck. It's a lot of money for anything these days, but that's just the way it, that's just the way it goes. Mm-hmm. You know, things are expensive these days. Mm-hmm. Everything is more expensive. So I can't fault GMC. If, if, if folks are buying this thing with this excellent 2.7-liter turbo engine, you know, I'll put a couple of hundred, three, over 300 horsepower and over 430 pound-feet of torque. Um, you know, more power to you, man. Mm-hmm. I just, um, I, there's nothing wrong with this vehicle. I can't, I have no criticisms whatsoever, except for the, uh, I, I still would prefer to have a headlight switch that I don't have to go fumbling through menus to try to turn it on, you know. Uh, you, can fl- you can flash the high beams without doing anything, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Like I was driving, in the rain, I was driving in the rain, and it, it was only auto set, set um, uh, setting, but the lights didn't come on. And in the state of Maryland, where I'm located, it's the law that if you're using your wipers, you have to turn on the lights. So I had to, you know, I'm driving along trying to figure out how to turn on the lights, and I, you know, I know as an owner, uh, they would walk me through it at the dealership, and um, I would have an owner's manual, but I was kind of stuck. And I'm just so used to, you know, to reaching over on the left side or turning a stalk and my lights come on. So that's that's not a criticism. It's a quibble. And you know, once you get used to it, it's, it's pretty easy. It's, it's You really touch two buttons and boom. You know, it's, it's a lot harder to change the uh, music stations on a Mazda, any Mazda, than it is to turn the headlights on on this GMC. So um, you go to uh, GMC.com. You can spec out your... Excellent. I'll, I'll, you know, if, if I were to rank this on a, uh, a a ten a ten point level, I would give this a solid nine out of ten. I think it's really an excellent vehicle. 
HV transmission shifts well. It's got a ton of features. And again, you know, I'm, I guess I'm just an old school guy that just can't process the price of cars. But you know, it is what it is. And I think if you're going to spend 50 grand, you're not going to feel like you wasted your money because this um, this 2023 Canyon four wheel drive AT4 Crew Cab is a really uh, really well done uh, vehicle. So hats off to GMC. I give it nine out of ten on the uh, on the ten point scale, Dave. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm going to have to get myself one because I have not seen that headlight feature, so it should be uh, should be fun. All right, buddy. Hey, how do people follow you around? Follow me at, uh, on, on Twitter and on uh, Threads now. I'm sorry, not Twitter. I, uh, I don't I do not do Elon Musk. I'm sorry. You can follow me on Threads and on um, Instagram at Road Gear Sun. And as always, we'll be back next Sunday. Uh, I'm going to the uh, Major League Soccer uh, All-Star Game this Wednesday with um, – with uh, Audi, I'm driving the Alfa Romeo Tonali earlier in the, in the day uh, on Wednesday, and tomorrow I'm off to uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, to fly in a five million dollar Honda Jet. Cool. Touring the factory on how Honda Jets are made, and uh, I, I'm going to go up with uh, Chris Naughton and Antonio Jakes from the comms department with Honda, and uh, you know I think they're going to let me uh, have a have a stab at the controls from the co-pilot seat. That. Yep. Watch out, world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have be safe and have fun. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Brendan. Take care, guys. All right. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the You Auto Know Show, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You are listening to. You ought to know show FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Collision Dock Kearney Mesa, 3885 Convoy Street in lovely San Diego, 858 252 7890. Collision Dock used to be a bumper dock, but they've moved up a notch or two, and it's working out quite well. They got tons of work. All the insurance companies have put them on their preferred list, and they are doing everything from full body to complete paint, you name it. No vehicle is is not there to be worked on. They can do, they can literally, literally do it all. All right, got a nice little car review here for you, and it is the 2023 Volvo S60 Recharge, which, to be honest with you, I don't care what the government says, they're not going to be able to support everybody buying an electric car. But you still need to try to save a little bit of fuel at the gas pumps. Uh, The recharge allows you to plug in and you get up to 41 miles on battery alone, which truly is fine, especially if you're doing a lot of short you know, income, town driving, just going here, there, and everywhere. And then all of a sudden you realize you got to drive to L.A. Well, with the battery and the gas, you're looking at a full total range of 530 miles, which is really pretty strong. The two-liter four-cylinders got 312 horsepower. Uh, and, uh, again, charge time, eight hours uh, at 110, which really isn't bad. I'm going to tell you, there's some manufacturers – that it's like three days 
uh, five hours with two thirty. Uh, I have a level two, and that's correct. I mine charged up. Of course, it wasn't that low. You've got uh, the the core dark theme. You got the core black edition. You got the plus dark theme, and the plus uh, black edition. And you're looking at anything from you know fifty one thousand up. My uh, tester was fifty-seven nine fifty, uh, actually sixty-three six ninety, but this guy had a lot of benefits on it: eight-speed automatic, all-wheel drive, twelve-point-three inch driver display, nine-inch touchscreen. Uh, you got a forty-eight month, fifty-thousand-mile warranty, which was awesome. Free through three-year, thirty-six-thousand-mile maintenance. You got a bowers wilkinson sound system heated seats front and rear you got a heads-up display i mean you really get a lot for your for your money on this particular car uh the color of this one for some reason i scoured this paperwork and i could not find the color of this car and i looked everywhere uh it is the like I said, it's the black edition, but that's as that's as close as I could get. Uh, but it was a uh, they call it metallic paint, so that's about all I'm going to give you there. Uh, but this vehicle really does what you want. Now, gas wise, you're looking at 31 miles per gallon. Uh, MPGE is about 74, so you know. Like I said, if you compare the two, it's the range that you really get your, you know, the best, uh, the best bang for your, for your, uh, for your buck, hands down. Uh, the, you know, you can go online; everything is right there. You can turn around and order your vehicle and get pretty much anything and everything that you'd ever want because of all the different uh, levels, which I think is really, really cool. Uh, they give you a laminated panoramic moonroof with a power sunshade, keyless entry, uh, driver illumination door handles, power uh, foot uh, seats, or power f- seat, power foot, power front seats with uh, you know uh, memory, which is always good. You get a power lumbar support, and I think you get a whole bunch of other goodies in that chair. Uh, I like the uh, the high gloss black mesh grill. You've also got uh, black window trim and mirror caps, and then you've got a gloss black chrome uh, iron mark that's on the front grill, and then of course black badging on the trunk. Uh, you've got two two zone automatic climate, which I have to say really works. You got an air purifier, uh, three sixty surround camera. Uh, crystal gear shifter uh, graphic heads up and i was a little worried about that crystal shifter i thought this thing is going to be hot if i grab it but it didn't turn out to be the case so i was pleasantly pleasantly supply, surprised it's got like i said it's got everything you want it's got uh you've got usb ports two front two in the rear you've got bluetooth connectivity with Audio streaming, Sirius, uh, XM complimentary. You've got remote locks and unlocks. You've got the Volvo 
Cars app, which is remote service, which is nice to have. Google Assistance and Google Play, which I don't use. Uh, Google um, you know, built in with the Google Maps, which are nice. Uh, you got your digital service package, and that's four years, so that's complimentary. So you know, it, it's just it's it's a it's a typical Volvo. You know, Volvo has always, in my in my world, been a been a top notch car. Safety has always been its 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 thrust. You know, the safer they are, the the more they sell. The more they sell, the better they are. Type thing. Uh, I like the fit and finish. It was super easy to plug it in and unplug the cable. And I know that sounds strange, but if you've been dealing with as many electric cars as I have, that can be a problem at times, figuring out how to unplug it. Uh, this one was seamless. I didn't have any issues with it at all. Uh, the, like I say, the, the comfort of this vehicle when you're going down the freeway, it is just really a nice, nice ride. you got plenty of room. You got plenty of cargo space. The second row seat split sixty forty. You know, it's it's really an all. And I personally, if I was going to go out and buy a new car, it would be a hybrid, uh, half gas, half electric. Uh, that way, I'm not, I'm not. Even though I have solar, I have backup batteries, I have everything you need, but I don't want to be, you know, held. So say I go on a long trip. Maybe I get stuck in traffic, you know, and the traffic is really bad. Maybe I didn't have it. I didn't charge it up enough before I took the trek. Uh, depending, again, like I said, if I'm sitting in bumper-to-bumper traffic, say it's 90 degrees out, you could bet I'm going to be cranking that AC, you know, and, and all of those features do pull off of the battery. So, but if I was going to be going out and pulling the trigger, I would definitely put the uh, the S60 right up there. Yes, there's bigger Volvos and there's smaller Volvos, but I really the the, the S60 really kind of fits me uh, when it comes to uh, a car. I'm not a big vehicle person. I, I usually like smaller vehicles, but this one's small on the outside, big on the inside. I took some folks for a ride in the back seat because needless to say i don't get back there there's no steering wheel and they absolutely loved it they thought it was extremely comfortable uh the carpeting is very nice and subtle supple uh and it's you know the fit the finish the attention to detail very nice car very very nice car so if you're thinking about pulling the trigger and you want to at least get into this green insanity you know i highly recommend you at least go take a look at the volvo Take it out for a road test. Uh, see if it's something. Make sure you take it on the freeway as well as in town. And and I can't tell you how many times people have messed this up. If you're a type of person that parks your car in the garage, tell the salesman you need to take it home and you need to put it in the garage. It may not fit. I'm not saying it's too big, but you'd be surprised how many people get so upset that they can't get it in the garage. And you also need to have an electrician come out and look at upgrading your house to a level two charger. You may have to add a a circuit breaker. You may have to upgrade the panel, depending on the age. And I highly recommend solar. Uh, That way, because right now I've got solar and I get electric cars all the time. 
and I'm in the green when it comes to SDG and E. Uh, so, you know, just something something for you to think about. All right, we got a great show coming up next. Racer Radio with Brittany Sandoval will surprise you with our guest, but she's in the other room. I can hear her giggling. So it's probably going to be a super, super fun show. Uh, I'm looking forward to it as well. Plus, she's getting ready to go racing uh, next weekend at Barona. It's a two-day event, Friday, Saturday. I'll have my Honda Talon take it out there, so stop by and say hi. But right now, we're going to take a quick break. You are listening to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.